0: This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Shlomo ben Edward, Edward ben Ephraim, Lea bas Moshe, and Yaakov ben Isser. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing for their families. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of their Fueh Shalema of Shul ben Brita, Sesom ben ben and Yerachmiel daniel ben Tova Basha, may they have a complete and speedy recovery. Please check out ParshaPerspective.com to download a PDF version of this podcast to read at your Shabbos table. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Devarim. This Shabbos has a unique name called Shabbos Chazon, the Shabbos of Vision. Because we read a special Haftarah, a special reading from the Prophets, the Nevi'im, beginning with the words Chazon Yeshayo, the vision of Yeshayo. Yeshayo envisioned and told the Jewish people about the punishment they will receive for rebellion against Hashem. However, he concludes with the prophecy of the ultimate redemption and the coming of Mashiach. Our parsha begins the last book of the Torah, Sefer Devar. With just 37 days left to live, Moshe Rabbeinu gathers the nation for his final address. He rebukes them for their many past misdeeds and their lack of trust in Hashem. And then Moshe expresses the burden of leadership and how he mitigated it by appointing leaders over each individual tribe. He recounts the spies' frightening reports of the land of Israel and the drastic consequences that came from it. He describes their journey through the desert and their wars with Sichon, Bashan, and Amor. However, a question comes to mind. Our parsha begins with the statement, Eile hadvarm asher Moshe ako Yisrael. These are the words that Moshe spoke to the entire Jewish nation. But why does the Torah need to write, Elah Advarim, these are the words, Asher Deber Moshe, that Moshe spoke, rather than just say, Vayidabra Moshe, Akol Bnei Yisrael, and Moshe spoke to the entire Jewish nation. What do Elah Advarim, these words, add to the message that Moshe is trying to convey and impart to his nation before his death? Rashi on this Pasuk, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the foremost commentary on the Torah, answers this question by explaining that Moshe was delicately rebuking the Jewish people. The term in Hebrew, "divar" has a few different interpretations. The first translation is words, like the conventional understanding of our Pasuk, these are the words that Moshe spoke to the entire Jewish nation. The second translation is things, meaning these are the things that Moshe spoke about to the entire Jewish people. Rashi explains that Moshe was hinting and alluding to the things that the Bnei Yisrael, the Jewish people, did wrong and the locations that they happened in. Since it was Moshe's final few days on earth and his final speech to the Jewish nation, he implied his rebuke rather than stated outright. He did not want to lead the nation that he led from slavery to Mount Sinai with a feeling of criticism and critique, because Moshe understood that people mostly remember and relate to the ending rather than the beginning. However, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory, the former Chief Rabbi of Great Britain, gives a deeper and more profound explanation in his book, Covenant and Conversation. Rabbi Sachs explains that Moshe in his last 37 days transformed into a role that he is immortalized by, Moshe Rabinu, Moshe our teacher. In Parsha Shemais, we read about the story of the burning bush. Once, while following a lone sheep, Moshe came across a bush on fire. But when he came closer, a voice rang out and told him to take off his shoes because he was standing on holy ground. God then revealed himself to Moshe and commanded him to lead the Jewish people out of Egypt. But Moshe did not eagerly accept this job. He told God that he has a lisp and won't be able to represent him correctly. But God responded back to Moshe that he is the one who gives a person the power of speech and therefore Moshe must assume the job and leadership role that God has in mind for him. Rabbi Sachs explains that Moshe said to God he did not want the job because I am not a man of words. However, at the beginning of our parsha, at the end of Moshe's life, Moshe becomes a teacher, the man of words. He already appointed the next leader of the Jewish nation, Yeshua Ben-Nun, to lead the people into the promised land. And now he is stepping into the role that he is known and remembered by Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe our teacher. In fact... The words that Moshe spoke in the book of Devarim endured, prevailed, and remained true till this very day, because Moshe was talking to the entire Jewish nation for all of time, and he gave us the outline and method to live a life with happiness, meaning, and most importantly, a deep connection to God, and all this coming from a person who thought that he is lo ish not a man of words. The lesson that we learn from here is ever more prevalent as we approach the saddest day in the Jewish calendar, Tisha B'av, a day that will live in infamy and sorrow until the ultimate redemption will take place. Since when Moshe sent the spies to scout out the land and they returned back with a negative report about Israel, God condemned that generation to die in the desert. But Hashem also told Moshe that if the Jewish people are crying about my land, I will give them what to cry about. According to the Talmud, the spies returned to Moshe on Tishabav, starting a domino effect that we feel till today. Beginning with their words on Tishabav, the spies convinced an entire nation to be scared of the land promised to us through our forefathers, Avraham, Yisrach, and Yaakov, following up with the destructions of both temples, both Mikdash in Jerusalem, and the slaughter of over 500,000 Jews in the city of Betar, And more recently, the approval of the final solution in Germany. The mass deportation of the Warsaw Ghetto to Treblinka extermination camps. The words you speak create the environment that you, your family, and the next generations will live by. There's an amazing quote, speech has power, words do not fade, and what starts out as a sound ends in a deed. Have a meaningful Shabbos and an easy fast and may we merit to celebrate this Tisha B'Av in the Third Temple with the ultimate redemption and the coming of Mashiach. (laughs)